podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Good evening. I'm surprising you all tonight. We're on time for a change. Andy's not around, so you'll see that that worked out well. Um, and Ray Dickens is not around as well, so that's why we're basically on time, because normally we're waiting 15 minutes for him to turn up, which is a big thing. Uh, good evening. Welcome out to the forum. It is a Monday night. I am, of course, your host, Phil Casey. Alongside me on this side here is Ray Brady. Below me here is Gar Brain. And then flicking it over that way is, of course, Ragnar Clavin, as you all know, uh, the LFC's best four-choice centre-back until Matt Phillips turned up at the door and started kicking down um, people left, right and centre. This is the forum. Hit like, smash, hit the tube, hit the computer, hit the television, hit whatever you want to do. Like it. Tell your sister to like it. Tell your ma to like it. Tell Alison to like it. Tell everyone to like it, but just like it and get out there and get the message out there. Tonight, we do, of course, we do our four topics. Um, Gav, put out the thing about the topics earlier on. I can't remember, so I'll have to look at that at some stage to figure out what it is. But from memory, Ray wants to know why it's always us. Uh, Shane wants to talk about goalie scoring goals. And uh, Gar wants to talk about um, Trent and how great he is. And I want to talk about how much, how big of a bunch of wimps you all are. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, that's that's the basis of the story. So, that's well, it, no, no, yeah. This I've been practicing this all week long. I was going to jump up and take my top off because this is what what people have. To, I suppose you have to do if you want to get attention on, on YouTube these days. Is <laughs> just make a show of yourself and uh, pretend that you're a big super fan by making an absolute show of yourself. Um, you then say I leave. Then well, I'm going to leave and then come back again and then leave and then come back again, leave and then come back again, leave and then come back again. It's the hokey cokey. <laughs> I'm going to leave today, come back tomorrow. Um, right. So where are we? Um, it is, of course, the four. It is the four topics. Um, it's 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 what you want it to be. So I'm going to start off Ray's topic. It is, of course, why always us. Um, I think the premise behind this is anything that's going to be mental is going to happen to Liverpool Football Club. Um, and Ray, take it away. Yeah, so I just jotted down a few things. Yeah, and I was just saying it. Uh, I was saying it to a few mates on, on WhatsApp groups and just talking about like after what happened yesterday. And just saying, is it is it rose tinted glasses? Because we're obviously watching our own team, but the amount of sort of mad shit that's happened to us, mad, crazy, unbelievable stuff from results to actual individual incidents, 
Um, like take take for example what happened yesterday with Allison, but like going back to oh five a game with no right to win, absolutely mental. The Chelsea game, the semi final in in oh five, same no right to be there. Gerard's goal against Olympiacos, same thing. Gerard's slip, all these monumental things. Dortmund in in sixteen, uh, Alaves in two thousand and one, the the beach ball. Uh, what the Barcelona semi final, the five ball Norwich, just, just just all these like mental huge things that seem to be so much bigger than shit that's happened to other clubs. So is it just us, or is it just because we're staying at our team? <laughs> but it's 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 your topic. What's your take? Um, I don't know. I just, I, I can't put my finger on it. But we're always involved in fucking madness. Mm. Well, you know, it doesn't seem to go a year. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't go a full season when something fucking mental happens. Um, I don't, I don't know. Well, like I mean, the European stuff are used to put down to this is uh, something special happens and 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 Champions League nights at Anfield. It's not then. It's not just Champions League like that starts happening on Europa nights as well. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? Is it just us? This is what I want to. Do, do, do we? Do, is it just me thinking this? Do you think Ray, Ray is just mad? It's it, this probably happens to every other fucking team, and we're just not watching them as often as we watch our own team. What is it, Shane? What's your take? Is it just us, or is it just fo- because everyone feels just, this way about football you know in general? What? Do you know what? Just like off on a slight tangent with it at all. I'm of the age, right, 38, where there's, when I was going through secondary school and everything, right, where all the football banter and all is, is biggest. You know, they're winning the league every year, they're winning everything. So for all intents and purposes in the, in the sporting sense, they kind of ruined everything for me going through school because they were the best team. And I always kind of talk back to all their last-minute winners and stuff like that in the league. But when I was just kind of thinking, I was actually thinking of it with the with the game I was talking to my brother with the Allison header yesterday. I'd say the amount of messages that were written out ready to press send right in the 94th minute before that corner went in from United fans, maybe United fans, because let's be honest, where, over, where we are here in Ireland, it's, it's United and Liverpool. But when you think about it, right, they obviously had 99 where they get the two late goals and all that, but Ray is after listing off a load of things there where, like, just big moments. We were, like, like I said, you know, you're winning everything going up uh, when I'm in Texas School, still were the best team. But there, there was really massive, massive moments where something torn for them where they had to, you probably might think in the McKay, the one uh, recently that cost us the league that time uh, when we were going with them under Rafa, big moment like that. But when Ray is after listening off all the things, I would say, and it, it's not something that dawned on me really until fairly recently. Mainly due to the fact that I always was kind of talk back on, oh, you know, you used to do it all the time, winners here, fucking this, that, and you know. But they were the best team, and they were they were out in front winning leagues. But the the major moments and big, like Ray's, I said, European games and stuff like that. He's up to listing off a heap of stuff there that other fans, uh, like I said, you know, because it's, it's over here. But other fans of all other fan bases must be shaking their head, going, "Fucking hell, that they're after doing it again." Whereas when I was growing up, or if I was thinking back. Just glancing back at it, I would have thought that nah, it's always United. Liverpool never really uh, go through them big moments and all that. But Jesus Christ, it's like when Ray lists them off, there there is some amount of them, and it must be kind of fucking heartbreaking. Because I believe you and me, I'm telling you now, there was messages fucking ready to hit send, and the, just before that corner was whipped in yesterday, I guarantee it. 
and like and we were getting rinsed because hey, what what's going to happen stock would you yeah you know what what, some of the emails oh, totally, you, 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 you can you can withdraw you. you can withdraw your email yeah. maybe before it's read take a back <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you can please. imagine take back please come back go on to old trafford and like winning like they sh- it should have been more comfortable when they had that poor patch in the second half and we had that poor patch but imagine imagine going to old trafford and win and then drama a relegated west brown to follow him. that's just laughing stock stuff so but look listen we pulled it out of the bag and Razor said yeah listen we, we, we don't do it any easy it's all it's all okay. forever madness Gar what's your take is it always are we the Mario Balotelli of football clubs or is it just that just because we pay so much attention to it no I think I think there is a certain fairy tale slash nightmare that, that goals have been a Liverpool fan. I think Ray's nearly touched on I don't know if you said the beach ball you've got Suarez bites you've got now, obviously, you know you have the Cantona thing, you know, which slightly evens that out. But as far as the Palace away, the Cristian Bull. Yes, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there is a, a certain uniqueness. And, and Ray touched on the Champions League and the, you know, the whole euphoria that goes with Liverpool in Europe. But Jesus Christ, we've had some we've had some mad stuff go on. And then if there's anything to go, boy, the lads have just touched on it. Just look at our WhatsApp group at 92 minutes yesterday. The less said, the better. <laughs> Well, yeah, is that what it's, it's all about? Is that what it's, it's all about? 100%. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's, you know... It, it, even, on, even, yeah, like I can see it shaking your head there. It even, even we torn at times. Like, you know, it was, it, it's great. Yeah. That, that's what we do in football. Mm. See, we're, lucky, we're lucky as Liverpool fans. Well, Phil, 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 come on now. Look, you, you believe we all live in a simulation like the Matrix. So what are we saying? There's a, a glitch. <laughs> Mr. Anderson is popping up every time Liverpool play and, and, and calling no, me. It's, it's, what's, what's happening? It's, if we, because we do live in a sim, simulation, like you're basically just you're you are proving Yuri Geller right. So okay. we as Liverpool fans since 1989 have lived in the dogged determination for if some weird shit's going to happen, some weird shit's going to happen. Ever since we lost two 0 at home to Arsenal, that we could have afforded to lose one 0 at home to win that league. Ever since John Barnes didn't John take Barnes that ball into the, take corner. the corner, this is this is. This is <laughs> This is the Mandela effect in full effect, right? If John Barnes <laughs> takes that ball into the corner, everything that goes on from there on out doesn't happen. We don't have all these moments. And there's there's so many moments. We're not even talking. Like, there's actually so many moments. And I'll go, like, think about Carius's head calamity in the Champions League final alone. Yeah. If that yeah. happened to one club, right, that would be like a decade's worth of mad shit, right? But mm-hmm. it didn't. It didn't. It all, but it all starts in '89 because before that, Liverpool were pretty much a machine and just won leagues and won things, and the mad stuff didn't really happen. Yeah, yeah. You had, apart from Saint-Étienne in the '70s, you don't hear of these mad games where it just happens. Like this mad shit just happens to them on the pitch. Whereas now, you're waiting for the mad shit to happen. Because we we've we've taught this into existence. This is where I go back to the Yuri Geller. We're expecting this stuff after 89-90 we win the league, after Kenny leaves the club, right? At that point, we just we're just expecting the bad stuff to happen. Soon as comes in and we almost we finish second in the league and we we expect to go on and win the league next year, then the club disintegrates. And then we have everything that happens right away up until last season. And everything that happens up until last season is basically the longest running episode of Dream Team. What we don't realise is up somewhere <laughs> in Alpha Centauri, 
Is the camera Don't get Davo going. Davo Station's thinking Linda Block already. Oh, yeah. Set up. Set up. Liverpool Football Club. Master is thinking about Fletch. This is like... This is like intergalactic neighbours, right? They're just constantly... Think about the storytelling. Think about the stories that have been going on. It's basically the dream team, right? So there's been madness. There's been racism. There's been bitey stuff. There's been... Yeah, let's not forget. Go back to 96, the white suits. Even Robbie Fowler sniffing the lion. Sniffing the lion, right? David James decides one week to stop using his hands because he'd been playing the PlayStation too much. PlayStation, yeah. Right? Meanwhile, <laughs> being our man's biggest model at the time, like that's fucking mental. There's just it just doesn't stop. And I, I know Grobler talks about like the lads are saying that the witch doctor that put the course on is Jordan Grobler's oh, yeah, testimony. Yeah. And everyone's talking about this. It doesn't come close. You would have had to have four hundred thousand witch doctors to do come on and put that level of stuff that's on it. It's 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 on. And then Grobler with the bones. Remember Grobler was taking the back and then Lenny Galscar. Yeah, it's like the earth are waving the money the, at him. I, I could have got a belt laid in Farfield's cap pages out of this. Ben, this is a fantastic one. The beach ball mm. lads. How many yeah, games have you yeah, ever yeah, seen? Yeah. How many games have mm. you seen since where a beach ball drifts beach onto ball. a pitch, right? Drifts onto a pitch and it hits the beach ball. Not only does it drift on or get in the way of somebody, it hits the beach ball and goes in and t- changes direction. A beach ball can't change anything in direction. You can throw a wet paper bag at a beach ball and the beach ball will bounce away, right? It doesn't, like, it, it's impossible. The laws of physics were broken the day the beach ball goes in the goal. It can't happen. It just can't. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a setup. We're basically living, we're part, we're like the, the if, you know, when you, you see Sims and you just see people walking around randomly in, in the Sims game, right? That's what we are. We're just the background noise to this intergalactic football show that's going on for Alpha Centauri. It's it's top of the ratings of this every week. Why else would we be in the middle of the ESL? We win the league. Like the, that, that campaign last year in the league, that is like, that's dream stuff. That never happens. Here's one on, on, a, on an even sadder note that I didn't even touch on there that I should have said. Liverpool wait 30 years to win the league, and when they do do it, there's no fucking fans there to see it. I mean, come on. Like, you, you couldn't write that. You couldn't write that. Steven Gerrard, the best, one of the best players to ever don the fucking jersey, slips and causes us not to win the no, fucking league. No, Stop it. No, uh, Stop but it. Ray, 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 let's get it right. So the script was written. That he stares mm. in the in the in two weeks beforehand. We don't let this slip in front of the cameras. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't let this slip. Yeah, but on, on the but on the on the on the flip side of them, right? Like uh, you are spot on with Alan Razor. But what about the games where we've come back and have now we've had no right to win games where we're, yeah. we're behind tuned up yeah. in an FA Cup final through an own goal and another yeah. scramble exactly. where the West Ham, Dar- the West Ham Dar- Dar- as well. Yeah, exactly. Dar- Unbelievable. Uh, Stefan Anshaw pulls off a worldie against Arsenal at the near post with a save <laughs> with his left hand against Arsenal. We go on and win that game. Uh, the West Ham game, we're 2-0 down. We go on and win that game when there's five seconds left and Gerard just hits him 50, 45 yards because he's cramped up. We've, like... You've now, like, you've absolutely the Dortmund game, yeah, uh, yeah. Lovren, they're cruising on away, uh, on away goals and everything. 
I'm about to be really Alaves, far. Yeah, the golden goal. Alaves, Alaves, golden goal. And out, like it's just, I'd, I'd say, I'd say, what our fans like the, the WhatsApps have been going around about them Evertonian sending WhatsApps around, and, and like yeah, yeah, listening to them going, well, you know, like, well, like apart from some of the disgusting shows that's thrown in, but I can tell you one thing, I'd, I'd say half of them are thrown at Hellies out the window yesterday at bleeding at, at the ninety fifth minute. Because if you just, if, but like even at that, think of Gary Max goal in the in in the Merseyside derby. Yeah. It, but this is, this is it's a running theme. It's a running theme. Like this, I go back to it's that's why it's a TV show. This is a running theme. It's a reoccurrence. It's like Roadrunner and, and the Coyote. Every now and then the Coyote t- catches Roadrunner and then eventually gets away. So like everything though, if we had opposition fans on that they'd be able to pull up even half of what we have. Because I don't I think, I think from a United point of view, like Davo said, it's predominantly Liverpool United fans here in Ireland. Yeah, the, the, you know, we're scattering of others. But uh, from a United point of view, you'd point at maybe Kane's tackle on, on Haaland, Cantona jumping the fence, maybe even the PSG game there a, a couple of seasons back. But remember, the, Bruce, remember, Bruce scored, remember Bruce scoring that goal in 1994? And the, and the but then you're struggling. Yeah, I'm struggling then after that. And the, the Champions League final, obviously. Champions League final, you know, yeah. but, but, you know, but you're struggling really for these standout moments that... that that covered, they got four pages in the media type of thing. Do you know what I mean? That seemed to just follow Liverpool around every. every That's lads, you're missing one. You're missing a glorious one. Which one? What's that? A coin getting thrown at Carragher. He thrown a coin back at 10,000 people <laughs> thinking he could hit that one person that threw the coin. <laughs> <laughs> he scouts, he sells, he throw you back at <laughs> But even, like, even that, even, even that. Even that Champions League run in 05, right? We we draw Juventus for 2 0 up. Like, that was a game we were, like, Liverpool are not favourites. We're so outside as in that game against you, We go 2 0 up. Scott Carson throws one in. You're all yeah. thinking, Jesus yeah. Christ, we have to go to Juve now. They get one goal, they're throwing away goals. They absolutely pepper the goal for 90 minutes and, and yeah. we, we somehow come out with a nil all and go through. But Man. think of the bars. Think of the bar, What was the what year was it? Did we play Barcelona oh, and and Egel? What was your man's name that used to play for Chelsea? The Icelandic yeah. deal, oh, blonde hair. Oh, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Do you remember? Memory goes in and he slots the ball past the goalkeeper and it somehow bubbles past the post. Yeah. Like yeah. that's or, just yeah. Or it did Newcamp when bleeding. Every defender went up the pitch at three 0 and they broke yeah. down and then Bele scuffed the shot into Allison's arms. Yeah. That goes far nil. That goes far nil. It's a sir. He misses that three nil. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets, tío. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. I agree with Norman here. The only other club that I can think that has any type of correlation to where insanity is probably Arsenal. Right, because they do have like I can think of loads of mad Arsenal moments, but mainly failure moments. Ours is a mixture. Ours is a mm. perfect blend for a person watching because there's the ups and downs. We're a roller coaster club, right? So <laughs> and I don't mean roller coaster as in like Newcastle getting relegated and promoted and relegated and promoted. I'm talking in terms of being at the top of the game, not always winning, but always being a threat within within five years, no matter how shit we are. You look you look at Hodgson from Hodgson to twenty fifteen. We go and we almost win a league title. 
then we can't finish in the top ten, and then we're in the in the Europa League final. Like that's the that's this is Liverpool. It's like we go from almost being bankrupt to winning a league cup with Kenny, thinking that the nineteen eighties were back again, to being absolutely abjectly shy, to almost winning the league, to being absolutely abjectly shy, and then going back to the Europa. <laughs> What about yeah. what about the you, you wait for just inventing the real head ballocks? Liverpool have won the Champions League and they didn't qualify. Yeah. <laughs> just to invent something, <laughs> squeeze them in, just get an extra team in there. <laughs> like it was mental. Honestly, this is fucking crazy. The more you think so, about it. So if if you're writing if you're writing a, a, a script that wanted to keep people pulled in all the time, right? If you're oh. writing it. What's going on at Liverpool is the perfect way of writing a television program that keeps people in because we win just enough to keep everyone on board that we're a big club and that we're relevant, right? And we go shite just enough for everyone to feel like that there's there's an underdog story at play as well. And we also go shite enough for all the other fans to be able to throw enough stick at the fans of Liverpool so is that when we win, it's twice as bad. And when we're about yeah. to lose, it feels twice as worse than it actually is going to be because we know of the amount of abuse that's coming our way. It's it's <laughs> it's a fucking simulation. I'm telling you, it's a television program from Alpha Centauri. This the only way I can draw it's it's dream team. Dreamio teamio. <laughs> it's like the, the Japanese lads out there with joysticks and stuff controlling the lads on the pitch at this stage. I give up. It's, it's just it's 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 it is what's happening. So I think it's 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 time that we go with um yeah, Ray. I think it is always us, mainly because we're a simulation. It is always us. It's, it's not real, none of it's yeah, real. So you can just Jack's was like, Yeah, okay, see you later, girl. Yeah, I was just reading, like, reading Freeboard's comment there about the, the beach ball and the thing. Like that, he's obviously no recollection of the Orling games back in the late late 80s when we used to go with an inflatable shamrock and, a, and an inflatable and a banana. banana. Yeah, Do you remember the banana? I had no correlation yeah. to football whatsoever. Just inflatable None. bananas. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. <laughs> you know, wait, oh, stop it. Jake you used to the have to send yeah, pack, packets of our tags off your packets of Jacob's biscuits to get your food. Shake your shamrock in Italy. We've always known you're out there, but now thanks to Jacob's, we know where. Remember Mick McCarthy? I was about to say that's a shit, Jack Charlton. I oh, know it wasn't. It was Mick McCarthy. <laughs> Australian, is he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Just out north, north of Perth. <laughs> Slightly north of Perth. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, where are we? So that's yeah. So we reckon it's a simulation, and it's all uh, making up. Right, uh, mm. on to the next one, and it's, it's a very valid point. And the reason why it's, we we need to talk about simulations and insanity is because what we need to discuss next is the definition of mad moments. So Shane, I think we were going to discuss goalies scoring goals, but we may as well start off with goalies haven't been better ahead in the ball than all our centre forwards put together <laughs> because <laughs> and midfielders it's it's outrageous so let's it's it's the only thing we're talking about um let's let's go through Allison's goal yesterday it's inspirational stuff i heard like i heard they're sending Allison out to 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 Gaza and Israel to to bring peace amongst them at this stage because it's just it's it's like this type of stuff just make, brings you tears to your eyes so go on take us away ah listen to it tied you in a message in the WhatsApp yesterday said, Phil, that's an absolutely fucking outrageous header. And you said, yeah, it's it's, it's scandalous. It's like, Nat Phillips like, does a better job than any defender and putting them off. And he still manages to, uh, <laughs> st- he still manages to, to fucking 
bullet that header into the top corner. It's it's absolutely scandalous. When you see the keeper jogging up as like normally, making news to themselves, I, I don't even I can't remember too many keepers going up even getting a touch. And to mm. to, 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 <laughs> to pull that header out of the bag, but listen, his interview and everything after, I think I, I don't think Sean he said it last night, bring a tear to a glass eye and yeah. if you've any heart at all, you'd you'd it would go out to him having to, particularly with COVID, not being able to go home and grieve for his father. Um, but to, to listen, there's still work to do for the top four, but to, to, it was dead. It, it, like We would have had people coming on going, if buts and maybes, if this happens and that happens, we'd still be able to get a draw yesterday and it's dead. And to pull that header out, like, it's... It's the look. It's it basically it was came out today, wasn't it? The fourth goalkeeper ever scored in a competitive game for Liverpool, which is a bit of a mad stuff. We could, we can't, we can't get over it. It's a bit mad. I yeah. know you would have thought one, maybe. I, I know we're going to go down and start having a discussion around goalkeepers that score goals, right? But the difference with this for me, the big difference for me, it's a bit like when Neuer scored a, a couple of goals in Germany, or Schmeichel scored a couple of goals. Mm. You saw one, I think he scored for Villa, and one he scored mm. in in Portugal, right? is that normally the goalkeeper just runs towards the ball like a big, huge, mad battering ram, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it hits him and it crashes across the line. It's like when you see fellas just legging it in ice hockey and just crashing over the goalkeeper and just getting the ball across the line. The goal goes flying and everything, right? Mm. This wasn't. This was a finesse header. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's stupid. <laughs> it's like, and it's not even to the back post where he can come racking himself on and plowing his head through the ball and putting as much no, power this thing is all about up, finesse, I'll change direction and ping it across the goal into the side netting because it, 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 even I had to look at it about four times. Every time I'm waiting for the power to header straight into the top corner past the goalkeeper. That's what I'm waiting for. Like When you see it coming over, mm. you're waiting for it to come in and burst the net and burst the goalkeeper. But no, I'm just going to turn direction lads, I'm going to stick it back across. And as much as people are talking about Nat Phillips trying to put him off, if you watch it from that angle, both of them do the exact same motion, yeah. except Phillips yeah. is about half mm. a second slower. You can just see it's both of them are going for the exact same header. Like I mm. think if if it lands, <laughs> you can hear the big slot noise from Phillips. As he goes to win it, misses it. Allison kill as you know. I just like it's just there's Crazy. no words for it. Yeah, the, 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 I just there's no like you're just looking at it and you just go. This this is poetry. It's 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 exceptional. And you see what goes like you saw all the videos. You know, there's lads putting on putting on stuff, and you just there go for fuck's sake. You know, be real here. Like you don't need to put on. You actually don't need. There's a there's a there's a fella an Irish video that's knocking about a thing from TikTok. Since one of his um, shared it earlier on, and it's hilarious because it's it's the truest reaction. Well, he's just screaming his head off, laughing at was scoring, and then. I'd say the fucking goalkeeper scored it. Like that's yeah. what's just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the only I, reaction. I, I was waiting for him to jump over. That the one where he's in an apartment on the balcony. I was waiting for him to hop over the balcony or something. I was I thought it was one of no, them. Right no, 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 right and his mat is taping him while he's, he's screaming, and he just literally just yeah, and then turns into the camera. The fucking keeper scored. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's, pure But it's perfect. You don't mm, need mm. you don't need the fake emotion. You don't need the fake whipping tops off and stuff like that. It's just the elation in itself. I, I saw um 
I'm not allowed to mention other podcast names, but since they're friends, I saw the Anfield rap lads when they were doing the hot mic and when we score. Like that is hilarious. That's hilarious. There's like about there's about mm-hmm. six or seven of them about to do a podcast yeah. after the hot mic thing. And you just see people running all over shop because there's no mm-hmm. reaction. There's nothing in your it, there's nothing in mentally that has you prepared for the goalkeeper scoring. You expect yeah. it to come up and you expect nothing to happen over. But then the news is yeah, yeah, and at, 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 the, at the timing of it in as well, you have to you have to say like I mean that you know late goals are probably the best feeling in football, and likewise the worst if if, if you concede one. But uh, to 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 and make a goalkeeper and so late in the game and so and much that shit had played on then after the tip off. Yeah, ridiculous Boy games. Like what are you doing? Why oh, you blow the mm. thing up? It's over. Like yeah. it's gone over the fucking time, and he still mm. lets them hit the ball down. The fucking wanker. Do we think now Allison will end up with more goals than McCarlison? Or is it like is is Ricarlison safe with a six goal? Well, I reckon five, yeah, has, yeah, yeah, he's only got five to get between now and at the end. But like, oh lads, it's just it's mad. But on goalkeepers, like if you're gonna back Allison to score in a football match, Gar, what would you have gone for? Now like finesse header across goal into the side net and it's probably not even gonna be on your list, but what would you have gone for? No, it would have gone from uh, he's prone to travelling up towards the halfway line. Mm. The first time me and my young lad went to watch him feel, uh, remember we went to Rome at that time? Yeah, he yeah. just hung around the halfway line for the whole game. He actually made two clangers in that game and the centre forward went by him and scored on both of them because he was so high out. But I would have thought it would have been one of the ones field that was just pinged back to him and he just pinged it and over the head of a keeper. But Jesus yeah. Christ, a corner, for fuck's sake, Luke. <laughs> it, it actually didn't make sense. Like, I, I, I go back, Davo, goal scoring goalkeepers. Like, there's, there's, there's not many of them that scored around. You came basis. close, didn't you? I heard a room. You could, you did come close, didn't you? Outside of penalties, I scored three goals from open play. So, but again, classic play, goalkeeper playing, goals. Playing, play, playing in goal. Yeah. Or were you playing outfield? No, playing in goal. You scored three goals. That's good. That's, that's yeah. That's cool goal. That's cool goal. <laughs> <laughs> Phil was playing against one of <laughs> No, no, I can, I can. I, I, I scored, I scored one in the FAI Cup first round um, against Carrigaloyne United. Um, it was a free kick on the edge of my eighteen-yard box, and I pinged it the length of the pitch and caught the keeper on the hop and went. He got a touch in it, and I went in, and it would have been ruled out only for the fact that he touched it because it was an indirect free kick. <laughs> So um, then I scored another against Bluebell. Uh, their keeper came up from a corner. I did the opposite to Allison. Their keeper came up from the corner, and I just went for the corner from Mad caught it, and then just pinged it the length of the pitch and crossed the line. Um, so and then the other one was a free kick. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, you sport, don't you, Phil? You remember my main sport? He would have been. Yeah. Yep. So he, he he used to take free kicks now on penos. Well, Obviously, that's, that's, you're not going to count penos, but he took free kicks for the team. He but, would have scored a few now. Shane, you had a ping on you as well, but like, it was always in my head. It's all like Paul Robinson pings the ball the length of the pitch and it goes in over the top of the goalkeeper. That's your classic goalkeeper goal. Yeah. It's like or, yeah, or, a, or a free kick taker. And the header, like, like you're saying, there that that header yesterday, they, they, they don't really happen. You know, Paul Robinson got one in the League Cup, uh, a grey mm. header. Like the Schmeichel ones, that one I seen today, uh, the Villa one dropped him. There was lovely technique to to, to volley it. Uh, to volley it in Brad Friedels as well was a tap in Begovic and Howard were two hills down the pitch that caught the wind he had to, like to, to go up and get a clean header Robinson's is a lovely header as well that's in the League Cup I don't know who it was for late uh, in the League Cup but and then you've and then you've and then like I know we're, we're going to talk about what I keep you, you generally have to go down to South America then for the 
I had the yeah. title South American goalkeeper. There's one in Scotland a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Your man came up for Rangers in the cup semi final oh, against Rangers, was, and he, yeah, yeah. He, he, he got a free header and headed it down. Yeah. Your man tapped it in. Um, he didn't score himself, but it was like okay. he, free, he should have scored. It was he made a ball to the header, but your man just tapped it in. But then you go to South America to Chile, there and um, Rogerio had the medal, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a look today because I just this listen does no real research, it's just a bit of crack for the for the viewers as well to bang a few comments in. But I had a look, and that year that they beat. Uh, Liverpool played Sao Paulo in the World Club final after winning the European Cup in 2005. And that's it. He played for them, Rogerio Seni. That season, he scored 21 goals in all competitions. Mm. 20, <laughs> 21 goals, free kicks and penalties in all competitions. Now, that is, I think he finished his career with 65 goals. That's fucking outrageous. But he, he was a penalty outrageous. taker. But yeah. the big one was the and free and, kicks. And a good few of them have mentioned it. Um, Kev and a, a, a couple more mentioned the Jimmy Glass one for Carlo. Like yeah. That's the one that I was up until yeah. I think yeah. that goal yesterday. The one that that moment, that English moment of the um, the the uh, goal, goal goalkeeper scoring an important goal was Jimmy Glass. If we if we manage to get Champions League football, that goal, the importance of that goal yesterday. Oh. Cannot be underestimated, and it's still a huge for me. It's still a huge if because I know it's only two games, and you have to go and win two games. His last fail. That's on the Fail went full stroke there. <laughs> <laughs> I could see rounding circles all over the place. It's like I'm off. Look now. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I hope recording the, the sound you can listen it's back to it. Look at the spirits. It's the simulation. I fucking told you now, Ray. What did I tell you? Simulation. We we, we managed to touch it. It's after being beamed back to Alpha Centauri and they hit the pause oh, button because they need to delete that part. Be like the Burlington Bears tomorrow. They would just delete out all that simulation part. They won't work. Um, where we go. But that will go down as Allison's greatest save in a Liverpool. That's a great show, Ben. Yeah, if if we get through the, that, that will be the greatest save in his career. Um, but lads, honest, and let's talk about Allison. I suppose Ray, because I, I know Shane, you said there wasn't a dry eye in the house. We can talk about goal, but but um, in reality, the interview seemed to store an awful lot of people. I mean, more so than the goal yeah, itself. Yeah. Yeah, big time. It's it's the, it's the full package, like I said. So yeah, add up what was worth at at the start inside the game, the football itself. What well, you know, like like all the goalkeeper scoring, um, possibly putting us towards Champions League, and then for the interview then to come after it. Um, I would have just summed it up by the fact that BBC actually just showed Sky Sports interview, oh, yeah, and it's yeah. the first time I've ever seen them doing that. But they just they literally just showed the interview. It was that powerful. It was that good. It was that. Um, I don't know. That touching. Um, they they realised they weren't going to top that. There was no point talking to him with their own reporters. Just show what he said to Sky. And yeah, Jesus, uh, it was a lip quiver, a, a, a tear jerker, whatever you want to say. But you'd want to be fucking have a serious hate for Liverpool and all things Liverpool. Now, if you didn't get a little bit emotional listening to that after the year he's had, you know, I can mm. see you feel fuck off. <laughs> 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 Phil's already just thinking about red zone. I'm in the middle of nearly crying over Alison. 
I was, I was, I'm just thinking about how Justin Fields played in 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 in, uh, in minicamp. I mean, yeah, like I say, it's just, it's, it's. I don't know how you couldn't be moved with it, you know, after what's happened. But it was, it was powerful. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And here, yeah. see, see Kevin Ball's comment there down at the end, right? The VAR the one about VAR crying the good Lula. Now, it, it seemed on the replays of it, it seemed to take Moy Dean a while before he put his hand up towards the halfway line. It was like, he was taken by surprise, going, is the keeper at the score there? Is this a goal? What's what's going on here? It, it seemed to take mm-hmm. him fucking 10 seconds to put his hand out to say goal. But you know what I mean? This it was is crazy. But can I just also, uh, we'll get into it on my topic, but like there's the whole thing about fire and stuff, like that. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But ultimately, ultimately, when you look at what goes on yesterday, that's the first moment this season that's felt anything like last season and I'll go back to the, the, the ones that jumped at me and now it's special because Alisson scores but remember Firmino's goal against Aston Villa about the 97th minute yeah, of yeah. injury time that when we were 1-0 down with 5 minutes to play and we come back and win that game 2-1 on our, on our time to fire up the grill time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavour to pair with those burgers ooh I love their beer cooler <laughs> you love their prices even more wondrous selection helpful guides ridiculously low prices Total Wine and more Way to win in the league last year, um, and then the Clavin goal—the year that we got back into the Champions League. Yeah, Borny. with Clavin. Mm. Yeah, the mad Clavin goal where he just bundles the ball over the line. Like yeah. Clavin's goal against Burnley is more akin to what you expect Allison to score, and Allison's mm. goal is more what you would expect Clavin to score as a centre back than, than the other yeah. way around. If the, if the goals were reversed, you'd say that's that's absolutely perfect. But like, yeah, I, I agree, Mister Slackler. Uh, Allison's goal has to be Puska's t- contender for me. It's, um, it's definitely probably the greatest goal we're, we're all going to witness this season. Right, moving along, because uh, there's been a few comments that have come in. Um, and a key part of that goal, of course, was Trent Alexander-Arnold's delivery. Um, and, and a key part of, of what went on throughout the day was as a result of Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, Danny Murphy, the absolute fucking shite hawk, uh, seemed amazed that Trent Alexander-Arnold is some type of playmaker for Liverpool. What a fucking weapon. Like, the fella what, is... What is, a word Shoei Hawk is. I fucking love it. I know, but like, <laughs> seriously... Brilliant word. The amount of bilge that fella speaks and he's paid for it is just beyond... Like, the, what... You lads to be putting in things, talking about such and such said something on this, and, and I'm just like, oh, honestly, that's just like termites for your brain. Turn it off because yeah, that's how it is. The, 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 like to be fair, the amount of English people that watch post-match football um, debates and stuff like that, and you look at the people that are talking about, that's how they all end up voting Tory all the mm. time. Like there has to be a reason. There's a correlation between football punditry and really bad politics and livelihood. Like, and it's and it's clear the worse the pundits they get, the worse the standard of life yeah. is for for everyone yeah. around it. And like, it, 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 I think it's got worse this year. Man. Yeah, it has it. No fans. That, that, it has The voices it's have been, been elevated, but maybe I wasn't paying as much attention to it because the amount of spoofers. It just it, all I can see now every time I look at the telly is being a good footballer or playing professional football does not equal you having a great opinion on football. Yeah. Because yeah. some of the worst shouts I've heard are from fellas playing football. <laughs> fellas that don't even, they'd make a comment on the player and don't even know what position he plays in. You can tell they haven't even watched the game. They, they, I mean, the spooking, <laughs> the shite that they come out with is fucking unbelievable. 
absolute bollocks like and you're saying are you fucking winding me up or you originally like Carragher and Neville on on um on Monday Night Football when they start talking tactics and the, the board was out yeah, and I really got into it but yeah. it's gone more and more about them and, and I, I hear it I'm sure fucking up really just shut fucking up the lot is just just watch the game and fucking let it go and like Phil says it's getting to a, a stage now where at the start of a game you're hearing who's commentating and you're going looking for, for any other options to watch it somewhere else so that you don't have to listen to X, Y, or Z, whether it be Janice or McManaman or whoever you might have a, dis- a particular dislike to. But there's so many where you're just saying, shut fucking up. Gar, you, 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 you're you involved in coaching and you have an education about the game and, and you know, you have a bit of tactical mouse about you. So it's like... Football, you know, man. You ha- football man. He's a football man. man. Football man. <laughs> there's only three football men and Gar's one of those football men. But like... I know we're going to get into Trent Alexander, but we have you can't you can't sort of ignore one without the other, right? So I'm going to ask you, right, on the pundit side, um, how angry do you get listening to these clowns spew the crap that's coming out at the moment? Because you're not learning anything about the game, are you? No, no. As, as Ray just touched on, I used to love sitting watching after Monday Night Football. You, you divulge for 45 minutes of you know how how they think managers' mindsets work and uh, things like that. Now it's gone, it's gone off the wall, and you have to listen to lads like Cunningham. Uh, you know his his comments a while back about Fabinho, and you're going to yourself. He actually turned up at, at a club one day, Phil, and me and Key Plunker. I think Key Plunker had to hold me back at one stage, and I had to hold Key Plunker back at one stage. He was on the same Astro Tour as and was said, "Lads, Key, we're going to get in trouble here. We better as well just walk away because you haven't." And you know, I don't mind Brian Kerr, but even him at times when you're watching European games, you know the. You know, everyone wants him to be the head of Irish football, but even him at times you're going, she's this laughable. Keane is just there to be a laughing stock now to just have a laugh with, with Richards, uh, Michael Richards, it seems. We're like, where, where's, where's the good punishment gone? And this is, Shane, I want to, to ask you the, the Carragher and Neville. So I'm not going to be able to hold it back, right? Because we get on, we're going to get on to Trent now, but like the, the, the Neville thing today, it's not a topic, right? But him having an open letter demanding fairness in football, you absolute fucking hypocritical shite hawk of the highest order. Mm. Like, you are beyond reproach when it comes to this bollocks, right? You literally are bankrolling a team with championship wages in League Two. You're part of a conglomerate who have ESL'd the television rights for the Premier League. We're talking about they had carried out the same action as they were complaining about around the ESL by preventing any new players coming in and taking a piece of the pie. And you have this petition being started about an independent fan review with an independent regular. You are talking through your anus. They have just only recently discovered in mice in Japan that in oxygen private mice, they can learn how to breathe through their arse, right? Gary Neville has learned how to speak through his... Because that's all I see when he's put on the fucking television, right? And also, and like, and also, Phil, like he's like the the other con owner, Pete or Lim, uh, that's bankroll and Salford as well. Is currently fucking ripping Valencia down Valencia, bit by bit. Yeah, he's told yeah. the fans, "I'll do what I like with this club." Probably the, well, I suppose Atletico have overtaken them now, but probably one of the big three, big four in in Spain, a massive club, yeah, uh, huge fan base, great history. And he's just fucking, he's ripping them apart. Gary Neville's not, yeah. 
there's, he's not talking about any of that stuff. And, and the, I think the one noticeable thing, I agree with everything you said there, Phil, somehow now Sky and Carragher and all these pundits, BT and all, have been held to the saviors of football. <laughs> Sorry, did you see the reporter following Joel Glazer around the other day as Sky News reporter? And she says, are the the fans just customers to you? Hello? You work for fucking Sky. Sky. We're all customers to you, you fucking idiots. You've gone that far around, they've gone up your own arts. Stop it. Fuck. And then... But, but then, like, uh, the one that, uh, and I think the really, really noticeable thing, noticeable thing on it is, is they're getting a lot of stick. Like, Simon Jordan on Talksport, I'm not a big fan of his. Like, he's a, he's a big, like, Charlie Big Bidet is not all that, but he's, 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 not a, he's not afraid to have a go. He's definitely not afraid to have a go. And he's called out Neville and he's called out Sky. He's working with Jim White there. You can see Jim White squirming the fucking chair across him anytime he goes after Sky, which he has done a lot since this Super League team came out. And he's absolutely ripping fucking Neville limb from limb and all these. But, but my point on it is, is I think they're being told, Phil, there's no, nobody's to buy. There's no, there's nothing coming back. Neville is not going back. There's not, he's not answering back to anybody. Like they're putting out statements today or please vote like the petition thing you said there, petition today and all that. If you click into the comments, it's just fucking abuse. 15,000 people fucking yeah. hammering them. Yeah. Over Sky and everything. There's no like you get the odd one going in, going, Oh, listen, it's good. We have to start somewhere and blah blah blah. But it's it's mainly just people fucking hammering them over walking for Sky behind the paywall, etc. etc. Uh Valencia bankroll or Valencia, and then you've some saying Salford and, and wages. I think I, I'd have to read a little bit more into it, but Neville is behind I think there's something going on with the rugby league stadium in Salford about Neville trying to buy it, or he's involved with something like that. That the, the rugby league and Salford aren't happy about, and Neville, uh, this fella replied in, so in my petition to keep this stadium and to be nothing like that. So, listen, I think they've been told, listen, keep this a closed shop, we'll keep ramming it down their throat. They're after being let bring in the competition laws were waived in England, so Sky and all could have the, yep. the same deal just to make a handy and everything. Jordan Covid, lads, we're the saviors, just give us yep. the money. So, Listen, they're all keeping storm as regard to. There's no debate. That's my point, really. That there's no debate with them. They don't. Uh, they don't want to know. They're just putting it out there, like you said. I think. Uh, I think it's a shame when you see media channels supporting this and pushing it because they've left their door, their, their brain at their door, yeah. um, they're they basically become brain donors. They're buying. They're drinking the Kool Aid. Uh, Jim Jones is leading them up the the jungle. And there's only one way this is going to end up with a serious amount of egg on their face. Like if you were sitting there and backing the Gary Neville campaign, chaired by Gary Neville, led by Gary Neville, I wonder who the independent regulator will be. Mm. Neville, Neville. If you get up there, right, there'll be like that's exactly what's going to end up on your face, and you're going to be there smoking the Gary Neville brand of cigars, uh, enjoying yourself at the top of the Gary Neville house, and while he's sitting there laughing at everything. I'll tell you the, the bit that, that dr- dr- drilled at home for me last week, and I said this about the, when you saw them all jumping to support the United fans when they invaded the pitch in Old Trafford and got the game abandoned the first time around. By the time they put the re- the replayed match on, what were the United fans singing? All the anti-Liverpool songs as they turned up had nothing to do with the Glazers. Just the same mm-hmm. shite that goes on. Football is tribalism. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about fairness. I want to destroy my rival. I want to see them ground to a pulp. I want to see United be liquidated and go out of business. That will give me the greatest laugh I've ever seen in my life, right? Honestly, 
it would be the happiest day if I saw United go bankrupt and go out of business. Like It's not going to happen, but it would be. And I'm not going to lie about this because there's not a single United fan out there who really and truly wouldn't enjoy seeing Liverpool going belly up because of uh, because it just removes that concern. Longer term, does it impact what you're watching? Maybe. But in reality, you would love to see it, right? It's bollocks. Football is tribalism. If you think you can get a leg up on the other team, you're going to take it. If you didn't, there would be a draft system in place for the players. There would be a fairness. There would be a spread of equity across yeah. all the leagues to make sure that every team would have an equal or fair opportunity to get to the top of the ta- uh, top of the tree at some point. But it doesn't exist. The teams that are mainstays in the Premier League want have almost made a, such a position that those teams are unlikely to ever be relegated unless something disastrous happens, like in Everton, right? But in reality, that's what we're talking about. Teams at the bottom part of this are very unlikely to become mainstays in the Premier League at any stage. But they rely on the money that filters all the way down through this thing. And it's all about money. And it's all about overpriced money. When you get to it, if you step back and you're honest with yourself, the only thing that matters is how your club is run and how where, where your club is going. And as long as we're on an upward trajectory as a fan group, we're happy. There's no talk today about FSG out and we need fan representation and stuff like this. Whether it's the right thing or wrong thing, there's no talk about it today. Do you know why? Because we have a fucking chance of finishing the top four and being in the Champions League next year. Three weeks ago, it was the only thing we were concerned about because it looked like we were scraping to be in the Europa Conference. This is football fans are only care about the now and the immediate. And that's exactly where we live. And that's why I know it seems a strange segue into this topic. But the reaction to the news that Trent Alexander-Arnold may not go to the European Championships today to me, seems a bit mad because as a Liverpool fan, I'm fucking delighted. Might, he yeah. might be he might be upset that he's missing out on a major championship, but Southgate's not going to be around for much longer. The fella's going to still end up with about 100 caps. And if it means that he's going to get a rest and he's one of the main fulcrums of our team, I'm fucking delighted with it. So, Garrett, where's where's your point? On the, yeah, where, I suppose you've, with this? You've, you've nailed it in one, I suppose, there. But, you know, we're looking at the kids. That's, and a lot of people, they, you know, we know the media are going to build the shit out of this. We... we, we you know, as soon as he was dropped, they they went on fucking cannon fodder for the kid. The kid is twenty two. He's played in two Champions League finals. He's he's won a Champions League. He's he's won a league. He's technically out of this world. His assist rate is inhuman for a rifle. Uh, you know what? What more can you say? But now listen, we go on to the English thing, but. You think of it this year, lads. He's had to play beside a fucking mishmash of centre half partners, right? Um. You know, you're trying to get used to that player that's playing to the left hand side of you. And he's had to get try and get used to a few in, in a run of bad form, in a run of come back from being ill as well. And if you look since that game he was dropped, lads, I think it was Arsenal. If I'm right, it was Arsenal when he came back. There was an international break and then we beat Arsenal, didn't we? He he's been unbelievable. And what's impressed me more, lads, is 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 the defensive side of his game. I just looked today through where I suppose recoveries would be a big thing. Now we know he plays quite high, but I go through the recoveries. So his recoveries is at 200, 243. Walker's is at one hundred and ten, and one biscuit is one seventy seven. Recoveries alone, that's that's outstanding, lads. So credit to the guy, you know, he's done a lot of work on the defensive side of his game. Is, is, is that winning the ball back there? Is, yeah, 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 is that yeah. a recovery run? He's done that run. He's made the run to get back around. But that's that's recovery, actually winning the that's ball the back. That's recovery to win the ball back. That one. Hmm. 
from the from the stats of look that. that that's ridiculous that is um his form as we, we've seen his form lads we've seen what he can do for us as a side listen he's not an out and out he's not a rifle we, we all know that he plays as a right winger half the time but the work he has done <laughs> the work yeah, he has done on the defensive side of his game has been absolutely out of this war lads and and for this mm. debate to even be going on it's fucking ridiculous he, he he's he's England's best rifle uh, Walker is, is, is very good. Uh, but let's not forget, he's in a side that are flying as well. And he's getting taken in, out of a, in and out of a side for uh, another rifle in Cancel. Um, so he's getting he's getting more of a rest at times mm-hmm. as well. So, listen, I, I don't think there's any... This, Kieran Trippier is, is very good, but we all know the way that uh, Letico play, lads. He, he doesn't have... Now, in fairness to him, he's got a few to say, a good few assists this season, to be fair to him. But he doesn't play like he doesn't give you what Trent does, in my opinion. And I, I would say I would be like if, if you think about it, like Gary mentioned that the games he's been involved in, he must have been involved in the most big games in the last three, four years than 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 any player in the England squad, maybe any not like apart from Henderson, maybe and stuff like that. He's played in two European Cup finals, um, winning one of them. And he's won a league. He's like he's 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 played against he's played against the best players. He's played against Mbappe, uh, Benzema, or Bale, all these fellas uh, when they were when they were hitting the heights. So like like what's what's the issue here? Like I don't get the like he's he's he is course and distance in the top European competitions, and he's won games and he's course and distance against the best players. So like. Davo, Davo, there's a criticism from from Selgate about the way he plays. He's taking every box. He's taking every box. What I'm saying, there's a criticism from uh, from Selgate the way he was playing the last one, his form, etc. Selgate's an absolute hypocrite because he plays two defensive midfielders, so he has someone to cover that side. Mm. Should there be someone bombing yeah. on on that right side? So he's a fucking hypocrite. Mm. Yeah. I go as far as to say, and I, I thought Trent's form was terrible by his own high standards um, yeah. Uh, yeah. early on the season. But um, he's improved. Uh, look, uh, from a Liverpool point of view, like Phil says, it's it's great. He's not uh, he, if he doesn't go anywhere with England. From a football point of view, uh, I, I think every other football manager in the world has taken Trent into into the squad, and that's what I, I just couldn't imagine. This uh, I don't know this 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 look for a stereotype. I mean, Reese James is Wamba Saka uh, not there. What's what's uh, Trippier Walker? Trippier Walker. Uh... Wambasaka and then Trent. That'll be the, the general four that go to right for. Right, Reese James. Reece uh, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, it, so some of them are your more stereotypical rifles, but, I mean, like, the word generational talent is getting thrown around for Trent, and that's what he is, but you'd bring him just to have him in the squad, even if he doesn't want to pigeonhole him as a rifle, to not have him there is is mental. Like I said, fuck, fuck yeah. from a Liverpool point of view, fuck it. You know? I would I would agree, right? It's just it's more of a thing that like listen, I don't know Trent from Adam. Like you'd put you'd imagine like or, listen, he'd be devastated and not going, I don't give a shit whether he goes or not. It's good for Liverpool if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. But you know, he'd be fucking he'd be gutted over it. But then he goes into the next season with a point to proof. But listen, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Listen, Trippier has limited Selke seems to have some love in with him because he can he scored a free kick for England against fucking somebody in the World Cup or something like that. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. But listen, if if you're, it should be Walker and Trent if you're bringing two out of them, uh, out of them five. That for me, anyway, it should, it should be them two if you're bringing two out of five. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Are you still talking about international football, or can I will I just keep going on with the Rubik's Cube at this uh, stage? <laughs> fuck me. It's more, more Could trend. not give no, rats monkeys about international football and whether Southgate brings bleeding Neville Southall to the World Cup. I don't care what what turns it. Who it matters? International football is dead. Right, the best thing they could all do is just retire from international football, get a good rest, get Sadio Mane onto a, a holiday, get him a nice week. Try the new big sky burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at a rose in the way you're going wrong. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. He can the Seychelles or something like that so he can recharge his batteries. Hopefully he can learn how to kick a ball into the goal from eight yards out because that would really help us out for the, for next season. On Trent alexander Ireland, lads and lads, he's one of our best players in the team. right? If you're if you're going to look at our squad, who are the eight immovables? Van Dijk, Alisson, Salah, Fabinho. Trent Robinson. Trent Robertson. Like that, that, that's it. They're the lads. None of that. You're not. That's what. That's what you build this team around. They are your ultimates. They are football ultimate team lads, right? Anyone who doesn't understand that about Trent, it's like hard luck. You're the one that's losing now here. It's not us. You know what I mean? It's it's genuinely it's not us. And if if it's taken Danny Morphy two years to realise just how much of a play playmaker Trent Alexander-Arnold is from the right-hand side, then that just shows you how far behind English ex-pros are and pundits are in terms of the way the modern game has gone. One of the mm-hmm. m- biggest attacking threats for the best part of twen- best part of the last 15 years won four or three Champions Leagues on the spin. Marcelo Salas, he's a left-sided version of Trent, but without potentially the, the delivery. Trent is, Salas is a fullback with David Beckham's ability to deliver a ball. But this mm-hmm. is the level of a player we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. If you can't fit him into your team, right, you are incompetent as a manager. You are incompetent as a coach, right? And that's the, the plain and simple fact. If Even if you don't want to play him at right back, you could play him at right wing. You could play him as right wing back and put three centre backs behind him so he doesn't have to have any defense, real defensive duties and he can just maximise his auto attacks. We are talking about a an elite level talent. And for the mm. age he is, and for what he's won already, we're talking about a born winner, a mm. Champions League winner, two Champions League finals, a Premier League trophy, a Premier League runners-up medal. This is a born elite talent who has had to cope with one of the toughest seasons that a footballer's had to cope with in terms of what... It, both from a mental perspective, because you could see that he struggled at times through the season. He's been without, of, if, when, the, when they went back to the amount of um, centre-back changes that have gone on, he's had the most centre-back combinations on that right-hand side. He over the left-hand side. Too, for about a month, wasn't he? Yeah. He also had COVID. COVID, yeah. 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 And he done it, but against City, did he go off against City? At the end he had, I think he yeah. did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, he went off injured hamstring, I think, wasn't he? Well, yeah. lads, well, lads, we just touched on it a few minutes ago. It's he's been he's been a victim of trial by bad pundits, yeah, because they've constantly got on his back about defend, defend, defending. And don't tell me that Southgate isn't listening to these fucking idiots either. He's been a victim, pure victim of trial by sheer punditry because yeah, Southgate is on one of these shitheads. 
Yeah, Selkirk yeah, yeah, was yeah. Selkirk yeah. was a shit pundit before somebody before yeah. he basically licked his way to the England job. Like we're talking yeah. about, we're talking about a fella <laughs> whose whose sum total of managerial experience has been a shit borough manager, and then being an under twenty ones manager, and suddenly is meant to be some dying of managerial coaching ability at the international level. He is a gimp. He has no clue as to what he's meant to be doing. Right, the big shit waistcoat gimp. Ah, oh, stop. He's like he's he is the human form of bilge when it comes to football management. Like this is what we're dealing with here. We're looking at a fella. Like you look at you look at. Would, the would you not think as well though that if, if some of the forward play, forward players for England will be sort of almost dropping hints at, at Southgate saying, "Man, please just bring him. Man, he's putting it on a play for us. We that's the that's what we're craving. That type of supply. There's no one else. There's no one else giving that to in the fucking England team. Nobody." Is giving giving you what he gives you. He's a muppet, right? He's a mm. muppet, Bill. He's an absolute muppet, right? But like he's just <laughs> he, he he's not is, a card. Not what a card. Shallon. Shallon. Right. <laughs> now, yeah. The world now, Phil, Phil. The woman is not for the younger. The woman is in the shield, the only just turns to me and Callan and goes, Where'd you get these two from? Where'd you get where'd you get these two from? <laughs> The two boys want to hop over the desk at him. But like, look, look at I, I, Jamie was writing words in the in the group earlier on, right? And it was about the England team. And I, I, I first of all, I was going to go in and go, "Would you ever go and jump in the bin when it comes to international football?" But then, as the as we as we were thinking about the trend thing, and I was thinking, going, the potential England team that you could have if you had a half competent manager in charge of that England team, right? Because they've got great midfielders. They've got for the first time ever. They've they've got a very strong attacking eleven, and we're not talking about some type of lump the ball, um, tandem up top. You could you could even leave Kane out of that side side and play with a really fluid front three in terms of what they have. They've Sancho, they have Sterling, they have Foden, they have Grealish, they have genuine talent yeah, across the yeah. pitch, and they actually have that's a nice absolutely balance. Ridiculous, isn't it? Just yeah. hearing you saying them names back, that's yeah. ridiculous. And that's that's without bringing in kids like like Bellingham and and even Curtis Jones that we have as well. Like they have a genuine balance in that team that with De- by Robin Declan Rice and Grealish, they've actually like the Ireland could be the world champions at the world in the world games, but they 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 can't. So like, um, it's just it's just bizarre, and yet. People are going to spend so much time analysing Southgate's decision not to take Trent. It's, forget about that. Who cares, lads? Park the international football. Take a breather. Enjoy the sunshine over the summer. It's meant to be an outdoor summer. So just enjoy it. Go and, and have the fun and have take a break because there's been football on every 16 minutes this year for the last year since it came back, since the break. Every 16 minutes, a football match has kicked off in England. Right At the moment, they're playing three seasons. Three seasons, game four hundred and fifty-three. Right, oh, there you go. Right, I was doing it. <laughs> you need to sort out your sixteen seconds. <laughs> Stop clicking your fingers. Like it starts. Think about it. It starts. Right. It starts with Pickford. He's picking Pickford as a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. He's no arms. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be better off picking a donkey, an actual donkey, a real life donkey to play and go because it'd have more effect of them. Anyhow, um, if you if you honestly, if you honestly, if 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 you even attempt to consider the punditry on the Trent Alexander thing, just 
jump in the in the, in the canal or something because yeah. it's not worth it. It might wake you up and you can realize. But don't jump in the canal if you can't swim. That'd be a very sing, sing, stupid thing to do. Do a nice bucket challenge. That'll start to wake you up to what, what it is. <sighs> right, lads, I'm going to roll on for um, the last topic, which is my topic. Um, and and fear of offending about 50% of the people in the chats. Um, I actually don't give a shit. So my topic is, and I want, I, I'm going to ask you all for us, Ray, this season, how has, how has it affected you emotionally? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, 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 I've definitely, you know, how much of us is tied in results, but I would say if someone asked me that I fell out of love a little bit with the game uh, compared to where I was, not totally, but, wasn't enjoying it as much as I would uh, games that we weren't used that uh, Liverpool weren't involved with that I'd still always watch at home I wasn't too pushed on whether I watched them or not mm. um, and I absolutely detest VAR so that's pushed me okay. towards not lying, liking the game as much so Shane how's your um, emotions towards the, the, the season? Well, they haven't been great since after Christmas since we've been absolutely dog shit um, but no, listen. I I I get you. I get you, I get that question. Listen, it comes down to it comes down to the lack of fans for me. I thought uh, I thought there's been a huge difference in the League Cup game that City won a few weeks ago, having some fans there. Uh, the FA Cup final weekend, although I didn't I didn't watch all of either game, which is kind of me going on to me answer a bit more. I'm just kind of when it's not Liverpool, uh, I just I'm struggling without fans uh, big time. Just can't. I, I, there was a. There was. I do at times Monday night football can be alright. Kind of the hour before, uh, if they're not trying to play to the gallery too much. I remember a couple of months ago watching the first hour, and then I think it was Arsenal Newcastle or something like that. I just turned the match off. I didn't watch the match. I watched the first hour. The the boys talking. Then I said, I'm, I'm, I'm just not looking at that because it's if. So to cut a long story short, me feel the lack of fans is a huge thing for me, and I find it very hard to watch a game. It's not. Uh, Liverpool with no fans there yeah I think the lads just touched on a few things and I suppose uh, and you touched on something a few minutes ago Phils we're we're seeing so many games now Mm. and not as often as we used to so you're having to watch West Brom play someone shit before you want to watch a decent game and you're bound to sit down and watch it like (laughs) that was us who were playing there Yeah, you know, just being in general, just being against. Alright, okay. Uh, but now that the the fan uh, the fan thing has been a huge killer, and then you know VAR. Look, like you've I heard a player today come out and say he doesn't celebrate goals anymore. Um, so if players are coming out with stuff like that, what what does that tell us as a fan? Um, that the players aren't even enjoying it anymore. So if if we're hearing stuff like that from a player's point of view, I think it's uh, I think it's a sad sad state of affairs where things are at the moment. Okay. You lot are a bunch of crybabies, right? There is no this bollocks that are, there was a podcast on it last week by us. <clears throat> Absolute stinks, right? You are talking through your arseholes. You may as well be talking like Gary Neville at this stage, right? The, the, the simple reality here is that there is no difference to any season, bar the effect, fact that we were brilliant last year and we're fucking shite this year and you can't deal with it. That's all it is. You're a bunch of children. And that's, <coughs> ultimately, that's what we're looking at here. In fairness, um, that was part of my answer. 
Yeah, VAR. Oh, it's VAR. Oh, well, it's don't like VAR. VAR ruins the game. Oh, I'm, I'm so emotionally attached. I turn off Teddy can't watch the matches. Why can't you turn why did you turn the telly off? Because you didn't see your team win every bloody game that was on the bloody television. Last year you couldn't turn the television off. You're addicted. You watched every piece of fan media that was out there. And all you're stuck with now is they're going, uh, it's not really good. And recently, oh, and then suddenly, oh yeah, the fans are back in the ground and it's such a better spec. No, it's not. Liverpool have started winning again. Started winning again. And that's why you like it. That's all you seem to like it, right? It's because Liverpool aren't crap anymore. If Liverpool were crap, you'd be sitting here going, I can't wait for the season to end. I just, I just this oh, thing won't be the end. Oh, VAR, is, VAR was there last year and it was Vara there the week before. Stephen Duffy, Vara a cat twins. That's fantastic. But uh, that doesn't matter. Are, are, they, are they emotionally detached? Are the, are the twins emotionally detached? We no, are yeah. Yeah. So please. ultimately, ultimately, you're just looking at fellas moan. Grown men moan because their team is crap and they are looking for an excuse. <laughs> an absolute excuse to what's going on. Right? That's <laughs> nothing to do, nothing whatsoever nothing. to do with emotional detachment. It's the fact that you're a big baby and you should go out and buy teen and nappies and wear them around and put them on your head while the match is on because you're pooing your pants that we mightn't get through to the Champions League. Get a pair, stand up and be counted. Right? You give a super chat there, Phil. You need to put up the screen, do you? Sorry, I think, of, yeah. I don't know what the super chat is, though. It's like there. Oh, maybe it's blank. Speechless. Speechless. But Speechless ultimately, is your point. Ultimately, uh-huh. this thing, I'm just so, like, I can honestly say from a point of knowledge, I am emotionally detached from football. I've said this many times in this podcast. I don't even, like, I, I watch the games and replay so to understand what's going on, to get a better understanding of how the team is playing and what it is. But if we lose a game, it doesn't impact me. If we win a game, well, sorry, it impacts me for about five minutes. And then when we win a game, it impacts me for five minutes. Shane, you were with me last year in the Camden when we won the league, and you lot were going mentalers for about three or four. I left after half an hour. I enjoyed the celebration. I, I the actually, you, you enjoyed the celebrations that much, or you were enjoying it that much. I wasn't in the Camden. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, and I went home. I went home after about half an hour. <laughs> Well, it was in my local bills with my brother and my mate getting started. Yeah, you, you, you had such you a good nightmare, Phil. You yeah. didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just went home, Ray. I don't even know who was there last year because it was just. Well, like here, this. Phil, I'm going to counter what you're saying, right? Go on. So, okay. Go on. If you have said what you said, here's, here's the opposite side of it. Are you honestly telling me that if, if given the option of the same thing, Liverpool winning, right? With no fans and Liverpool winning with fans, that it's still just the same. No one's saying that they, it, yeah, yeah, it's not the same. It's it just is not the same. And even if it's you're saying that it, we're we're not into it just because we're not doing particularly well this year, given the option of the two with fans in the stadium and fans not in the stadium, Liverpool winning on both occasions, you're going to prefer the fans at the stadium. It's less of a spectacle. It's less enjoyable. And VAR is a load of my bell cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, Ray. Smegma. Smegma. Ultimately, Ray. Can I just say? Ultimately, it doesn't really matter because yeah. it's it's about it's about what happens yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a point for twenty minutes, and then just says it doesn't really matter, right? Because Ray. Because Ray, your bell cheese is emotionally attached to your brain at the moment because you're blaming everything on fire. 
Right? I hate that. I hate look, I look here, here's here it is on VAR. I don't care whether it's moving the game forward. I'm at the see that now with VAR and without VAR. I prefer it without VAR. I'm allowed to but make my choice. Again, I've seen it both ways, and I don't care about it being the correct decision because it was by a by a gee hair, which is an official unit of measurement in Ireland, by the way. A gee hair is an official unit of measurement. <laughs> I, I don't care. The, the fact that you're waiting and have to wait to celebrate a goal. Did you wait after Addison scored? That out. Did that, you wait no, after no, Addison scored? No, I went through the fucking window, but imagine getting put, there you pulling go. me back in. Imagine my missus running out into the driveway after me. Say, Ray, get back in, put your top back on. They're out the virus after disallowing it in Stockley Park. Ask my bollocks. And, and Ray, the shit. It's, it's fucking brutal. Ray, it's two it. separate I things. Do you I believe that... But it doesn't cause emotional detachment. In fact, it's causing a great emotional detachment. I don't, I don't, I don't, detachment. I don't believe nah, you. Nah, come on, Phil. Are you I don't telling believe me? it. I don't no. believe you, Phil. Okay, stop it. No, Listen, I, I've only been at the ground once and seen it. Liverpool Waffer there uh, two seasons ago when Mane had a goal disallowed. You jump up, you celebrate, and next of all, hang on, and you see all the players stop, and then you're looking at a, an LCD board to watch this big VAR, VAR image come up on screen. Wait, But you don't wait, need to worry wait, about it. You're at home now. You're not at the ground. No, that doesn't matter. The fact that you can't jump and instantly you're waiting for it to be ruled out. It's, once you take that out again, you're on a steady, steady fucking decline there. I don't give a fuck. Unless they get something that's literally half a second. You know you were talking about a Hawkeye system that could be coming in, but which might make a difference. But as of now, as it stands, it's pony. Absolute pony. I couldn't give a bollocks about with Jordan Lyons, so, like from a fucking Sega Mega Drive all over a screen to tell you someone's fucking nasal hair was off. So I'd piss off. <laughs> so you're, terrible. It's so terrible. Can I, can, I, can I just point out, Ray, that it's you're not actually emotionally detached from the season. In fact, <sighs> your emotion, your emotion just isn't joy. It's anger yeah. at technology and it's yes. disappointment at not challenging for the league. You haven't emotionally detached from the league. You've just changed the emotional approach to what, what last year was joy and happiness. You're not emotionally detached though either, Phil. You're not. You pretend to be, but you're not. Honestly, Shane, I honestly, nah, yeah, honestly, God, Phil, like any any time, well, you were saying, you were saying there, I watch matches on replay. I don't watch them live, like because I do this. The only reason I do the podcast like, is because I enjoy because ta- I enjoy like, talking to my mates on a Monday night. Yeah, doesn't like, want to do with football. You, you watch the Allison yeah, oh, game. Yesterday, Louis. Yeah, just be, yeah, being fucking edgy oh, Guerrero. Can, can, <laughs> I, can I say something, Shane? <laughs> like, I, I don't buy it. I just think you. I think you. I just think you're pretending. I haven't. Like, I, I really honestly, God, the last game I watched last night was was the home match against Real Madrid. I haven't watched the home match. I haven't watched the match live since. So. You're you're straight into the WhatsApp group after the games. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Happening in the games. 
No, I don't. I haven't even seen it. I'm just making it up. Yeah, you can no, just throw anything in. No, 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 no. That's waffle. You, you, you <laughs> feel like I don't get this. Straight out of that game. Straight out of that this. game yesterday, you knew all about fucking... Yeah. You knew everything that 100%. went on the game. Because so, as simple as this, Shane, all you have to do is look in our WhatsApp group to see what happened during the match. And then based on the range of emotions, you know who's teetering on the edge of having a snap and you just pick them and you throw something in that's really annoying I, during I, the game. I 100% and they go straight agree into with that. I 100% agree with that. That's all I but, do. No, that's I, all I, I do. I, I, do, I do not play. I do not play. You, you don't that. have I to come over. To, come yeah. over to me after next time the game is on because I won't be here. No, I'm not going over to Gap again. So I'll be yeah, yeah. Or something I'm I actually do need to come over to sort out a walk. So that's why I want to come over. I'm trying to bribe you to come over to do it. The name's Bond. Polly Bond. <laughs> I feel all the <laughs> Davo feeling cracks again. You couldn't write it. <laughs> 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 Fucking hero. But I'll go back to it, lads. This idea that people have emotionally detached from this from the season this year is rubbish. Because every single person that said they're emotionally detached, emotionally detached from the, because of this season and because of what's going on, are suddenly emotionally attached because we suddenly, suddenly have a chance of Champions League football. It's bollocks. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's cry babyness yeah, and not getting what you want. If you're, either, if you're not, if you're not not supporting in the good time in the bad times, don't be not supporting in the in the good times either, right? So like, it's, yeah, either you're either in or you're out. That's I'm the absolutely in. I'm fucking behind the couch when we're playing, going absolutely mad at Newcastle. Yeah. I said it, and I've been on the pod since uh, I was on before or after the Newcastle game. It's probably as low as I felt after the game in a long time. I wanted to fucking cry. After we threw that, after getting uh, getting lucky with fire, and then we said, "Ah, oh, no, listen, he's got lucky. We got lucky with that one. We let you equalise again." That, that my heart is fucking broken after that can. I'm emotionally invested in Liverpool. The rest of it, without the fans, other teams, football in general, don't really give a fuck. Liverpool hmm. wants us to win a game at Tiddly Wingsville, and if we don't, I'm going fucking mad. Simple I'm, as that. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you're a bit of that, Shane. And I want Ray to admit that he is not emotionally detached from Liverpool. He's emotionally oh, pissed off. Yeah, about I what never said done. that. Yes, I, I never said <laughs> that. You did. I actually said it. Go back, go back and watch this back. And you said, I've emotionally torn off from this league because of VAR. I've torn down. I never said torn off. I was watching yeah, that's what you said. It's too late. You've already pitched out your tent, right? You're in the emotionally detached tent, and I'm I'm going to start launching hand grenades at you this evening. Um, Gar, you've got COVID there, so before you die, no, us, no, tell I'm us now. Right? Right. Are you sure? Yeah, I've probably. I've ordered an antigen test. There's a I've, I've sent a leprechaun over with it. I'll do more PRI, thanks, mate. That's all right. Yeah, Phil, what's the story with the over forties? We we are getting a choice now of of vaccines. So I heard them saying. Of course choice. we are. That's because I'm in this group. I told you it's sorted out. Um, the, on, but... <laughs> you better read out that super chat. Gav is going to kill you. Oh, what? Oh, the uh, the the Karen. Um, yeah. Karen Angela Brown says the persistent, terrible, biased pro mank punditry has been a huge turn off for me. Um, again, Karen, I think you're being a big child. The, the reality is that it has nothing to do with the with with the punditry whatsoever. It's the fact that we haven't been playing well. If we were playing well, you wouldn't care about the punditry. You'd keep laughing at the shite that they come out with. And it's not just pro mank; it's just pro shite. Punditry in England is gick. Turn off the sound and put on a bit of music or something when you're watching the game on replay. Uh, but Gar, with your COVID there, right? Who are you emotionally attached or reattached or are you emotionally removed from what's going on? No, I've always been emotional. Davo will tell you that. Always been emotional. 
Even when I'm playing short, you weren't playing great. I'm always emotional. Phil, uh, uh, I was trying to destroy you a few minutes ago. You've lived through all this, this shite since 89, right? So we, we went through that fucking pain together, right? Because we were quite near enough the same age. You're a couple of years older, right? And we've seen some fucking horrible times. And, and, and the two lads, yeah? So I don't explain, I don't understand how you, you, you detach yourself from games. I just don't understand that. You've lived through so much shite. We, we all that mad shit that we discussed at the start that that, that Ray discussed at the start, and you're saying you, you just detach yourself in games, bollocks, a lot of bollocks. No, and I'll tell you why, right? We completed football by winning <laughs> the Champions League against Spurs, right? And that was the last time I felt emotionally invested in a match. I, I, I'm, I'm being a hundred percent genuine about this, right? Watching us win the Premier League. <laughs> seemed to be the inevitability of what this team was going to be about. And it was wonderful to see, but but it didn't feel like the previous season when we won that Champions League because we seemed to write a wrong and we seemed to break a spell that, that, that we were just waiting for the, the shit thing to happen. Like, Phil, Phil, year, Phil, just read Joe Grizz's mate out there from the Sean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're not emotionally invested in your team, you're not a supporter. Go and ask me left one. Yeah, yeah. No. Davo's um, gone stalking on Facebook. <laughs> See what the left one's like. <laughs> but I'd, I'd say something. I, I mean, this genuinely. I felt I, 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 it was easy for me to feel that way, right? Because winning the Champions League to me was a bigger moment in my time supporting Liverpool than any other moment. Given what had happened 12 months previous, normally it takes a few years to bounce back and right a wrong that was there, right? And to go and do it against Spurs, the emo- the, the roller coaster campaign that gets us there as well. And then you've also got that league campaign because as much as we, we walked away with the title last year, it didn't. You did. You could turn off at Christmas, and we we were so far ahead. Nobody was catching us at that point, right? But that year, the level of emotional investment I had between the league campaign with us having to match City game for game, game for game from January onwards, plus the Champions League campaign, and then looking like we weren't going to win any trophy, then getting to get like in terms of the semi final against Barcelona, turning that around, getting to the final, and just absolutely proven once and for all that we were the big moment team that to me was completing it that was finishing Grand Theft Auto do you know what I mean that was the moment you know, that, that that bit where the credits just roll and whatever happens from here is grand because I'm never going to be stuck I'm never going to fear of being of, of what went on before and then seeing us winning the league that's it it's over at that point what 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 what's going to what's going to do I watched us come around from over from over a 30 year barren spell and just seeing it was great that's it. Now, now I now I don't have to go to my grave worrying would I ever see Liverpool win the league title again. Having seen us win so many in the eighties, to now not have to worry about was ever will I ever see us win one again? I can sit back and relax. You complete me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you not want more, Phil? Well, do you not do you not want more? It doesn't bother me, Shane. It, it, it genuinely. It doesn't. It like it, it like to us getting the Champions League, and I, I even said this at the end of last season. I don't care what this season was going to be like, because we won the league and we won the Champions League. The, the amount of credit that Klopp and this squad had with me, if they had a shit season, I, I said it in the in one of the season previews. I I don't care. I just didn't care what happens this year. They broke that chain for me, which was which seemed to be unbreakable 
in terms of actually winning the league and the Champions League. They broke that chain. And that was it. That's me happy. I can I can turn off supporting football because I I thought I seen something I never thought I'd see again. And I, I'm I'm being a hundred percent honest when I never thought I'd see us win the league again because yeah, the way football I, is gone. I, I was probably I was probably in that boat as well. I, I, I didn't know what it was ever going to happen, but it did. And I realised that this is more inappropriate patches regards with club. Will it will it be as good after he goes? Who knows? No. With the way with the way Won't. football has gone, with the yeah, yeah, look at you're probably right. With the way it's gone with oligarchs and now you've you've state owned football mm-hmm. clubs now, FSG do it a different way. I'm I'm fine with them, I'm absolutely fine with FSG, the way they run things as owners. Will it be as good when club goes? Probably not. So I'd like us to strike when the iron is hot, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I've, well, I've been alive. I'm old enough to remember the success the first time round. Then just to go through the barren spells, and now we've got a taste for fucking winning again. And um, bollocks, I was snapping over how shy we were this season. Nothing yeah. Phil saying I'm, that that gave us grace or you know uh, kudos in the tank or whatever you want to call it. But bollocks, that I was gutted with how shit we fell off this year yeah, because I got a taste bad, yeah. for fucking winning, and I didn't, I didn't fucking like it. The thoughts yeah. are going back into exactly where we've been for fucking twenty odd years, where finishing top four was was deemed as being successful. Fuck that. No, 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 no. Get us back winning fucking legs and trophies. I've got a taste for that now. Give me more. Give me more, I, I say. Listen, absolutely right. But again, I go back to the idea. If you're properly... So this this idea that fans are saying I'm emotionally detached because football is shite this season, the whole lot. Again, they'd be the very ones who'll be jumping all over an open top bus and going to a parade if we were actually winning the league or winning a trophy this year. It's, and I keep going back to every time... Every single time it looks like we were about to achieve something, everyone is suddenly reattached emotionally. And as soon as it looks like... The truth is somewhere in the middle. It's not not extreme. People have obviously are going to fall off a little bit. It's not as good as we're trying. But it's somewhere in between there. Those Muppets aren't emotionally detached whatsoever. The truth is they're just trying to hide the hurt. They're trying to hide the hurt and they're trying to be brave lads by hiding the hurt. That's all that is. Because everybody hurts sometimes. 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 <laughs> it's out of our car in the M50. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Bizarre. That's, right, lads. That's, that's generally fandom, Phil. Yeah, like, it's, it's, when the team is winning and the team looks close to getting winning, listen, it's like these football clubs, these businesses, they're, um, they're aiming towards casual fans that will fleet in and out but when things are going well they'll spend money and they'll they'll get on board and that's just generally what fandom is they don't care about really the hardcore fellas it's they, they want they want casual fans yeah. and winning gets that and winning gets that <laughs> it's true <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh wait 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 I have another look that's me in the spot <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 right, uh, uh, yes, lads. That's been a great finish. Chat this the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> that's been that's been a great chat this evening. Um, I want to thank Garbrain. Thanks, thank you, Garb, for coming on. I want to thank Shane Davron over there. So just, it'd Cheers, be great Phil. if you could just have a hand come in and then up this side. I remember the big Kenny ever hands. Yeah, I <laughs> know oh, that goes down. To, you know, and over this side, then, of course, is my good friend and colleague. Right, take off your hat there for a second. I just want to make sure your head hasn't fallen off. Still there, well. still it there. is. Yeah. It's still there. It's, still, it's ground well. It's ground still well. Still holding on. My fairy garden Shh. on the head. You can't beat it. Um, anyway. Right. <laughs> like a Ginny Joe. 
that has been the forum. I want to thank every, all the guys in the comments talking to us and everything else. Uh, it's great to see you all. Um, and it's great to listen to whatever's going on. Um, and great to get your comments and stuff like that. It's been a pleasure to have these on tonight. There's loads of shows on during the week. Um, there'll be somebody along during the week with a show about how to become emotionally reattached to the show since they had a show last week about being emotionally detached from the show. Um, and then I think uh, there's, there's have we, we have a midweek match this week, don't we? We play. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, Phil, can I give a quick shout before I forget? Gab's going to be update, updating all the shows along. So we've done uh, a bit of uh, great work there for Davo uh, uh, charity charity uh, work there recently. So we've another show coming up for called Sienna Steps that we're going to be doing across all the shows, and we're hoping everyone can contribute just as strongly as they did for Kane. So. Um, yeah, get on board when you start seeing the thing on the GoFundMe links, etc. Uh, great stuff, Fraser. Much appreciated, right. yeah. Oh, well done, well done. And um, of course, if anybody wants to get involved, uh, get in touch with Ray. He'll be um, he'll be giving out more details as it goes along. I won't even make a joke or something like that because it's uh, yeah, I'll yeah. do that and I'll do that on WhatsApp instead. Um, anyway, <laughs> that, <laughs> that has been the show. This has been the forum. I've been your host, Phil Casey. Bear down. Where do I press this button now? I can't remember what to do. Can you remember what to do? Where's Gav? Gav is a professional lad, isn't he? Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no town like a cowboy town. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's in the and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.